When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Next week, uh, the great rivalry, that is uh, New Zealand versus Australia, Chapel Hadley Cricket uh, resumes. It's been very even over the years, Grant Elliott, hasn't it? Very, very well, even. I think 16 wins to Australia, 14 to New Zealand. Not that you're counting, nor you carry any sort of uh, you know, grief or, or sense of injustice uh, during your times playing Australia. Many. Actually, there, there, there were a few. Um, yeah, and I'm running the risk of boring the audience. Um, 2009, it was two all. And we go, we, to, go. we go to Brisbane. Here we go. And Guptill's smoking it everywhere. He's on 60-odd, not out. We're well ahead of Duckworth Lewis. They call the game off in like the 19.2 overs, four balls to go. Conspiracy. Would have won the series 3-2. I don't know who's doing more crying. Grant Elliott, our next guest, new baby, who's six weeks old. Sam Hargreaves <laughs> out of SEN joins us, who will be part of our commentary team. Yes, the Great Divide will be connected. Commentators from New Zealand and Australia for this across SEN in Australia and SENZ here in little old Aotearoa. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong, Sam? Welcome aboard. Oh, Dan, Grant, it's an absolute thrill to be joining you today. Uh, and it is a line ball call out of who is shedding more tears <laughs> at the moment with <laughs> Charlie uh, or you, Grant. And Grant, can I just say... Thanks so much for promoting that I was coming on the show by using a photo nine years old. Um, yes. I, it is, it is, I'm very grateful because I do look a lot younger in that. I was going to get upset about it, but as I said in my post, it might just be that the internet over there hasn't updated yet and Google is still <laughs> going through its, uh, going through its uh, update from nine years ago. So I won't get upset yeah. about it. No, well, we're, we're still on dial-up. Yes. Yeah, so um, the, the images are still <laughs> downloading. But um, Brian got a car today. They only arrived in New Zealand last week. <laughs> oh, what I wow. thought was impressive, Sam, was your beard. You and the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've just got cars as the era of cars is officially over. That, that sounds like uh, New Zealand to a T. Um, Sam, we would never put your uh, current face on, on the uh, on the internet, considering probably the bags are quite are quite are quite big at the moment under the eyes. Congratulations to you and your family. Yeah, and just all the life having gone out of them, you know. <laughs> like, you don't want to put a face of a guy up that, um, that, that has seriously just really given up looking after himself. Um, so, no, I, hey, listen, I've got to say how excited I am about uh, you guys coming over. Um, not you two, because you're going to be in your studio there, uh, but, but teaming up with you guys. And we've got Flem and, and Bryce McGain as well, Damien Fleming, that is. Uh, a great team that's assembled. But I, I get, I, I, and I'm going to put this out there, I absolutely love New Zealand. I know this isn't helping build up the rivalry, but I absolutely love New Zealand. I've been over there on holidays uh, a couple of times. Um, I, I dr- I've driven all around, and, and I love New Zealand. I love New Zealand people. Uh, I, I actually fractured my ankle in Fidianga, so I've got really precious memories um, of being over there. Uh, but I do get really excited every time New Zealand comes over. And I've likened you guys a lot to New Year's Eve. 
every time you come over, I get myself all worked up. I get really excited. I do up what's going to be what I think is going to be this incredible event, only to be let down every single time. You guys, yeah. what is going yeah. on with you guys over here? Oh, there's a mental block. There's a mental block, especially when uh, the players are wearing whites and there's a red ball. Mm. Uh, I think we're, we're better equipped, maybe mentally, Grant, to handle the, the white ball stuff, but it is not an easy place to go. Um, I, I don't, how did you break your ankle? Were you walking between a tee box or something? Yeah, was were you a, Johnny Bearstone? Yeah, I was Johnny Bearstone yeah, and I had, uh, a kindred spirit. I was about to say you guys are about to stable over here as Johnny Bearstone's leg on a golf course, but I thought that was going to be too soon. No, listen, I was stand-up paddleboarding, if you can believe that. Well, you didn't stand up very well, mate, did you? No, it was, it was very. It, it had been a storm that had rolled through, and I so I went out there, and I've never done stand up paddleboarding, and I was in that bay. It's such a, and I thought I was so far out, and I thought, well, if I fall off, it'll be fine. It was really choppy. I fell off, um, and I fell straight down onto my leg, and I thought, well, it'll be quite deep here, and it was about, I don't know, um, four inches of water, and um, I the ankle went in, was in the sand. My very doughy physique landed on top of it, and I drag a stand-up paddleboard all the way into shore on one leg. Oh, mass times velocity equals broken ankle. Um, Sam Hargreaves with us here. He'll be a part of our commentary team. Sam, uh, serious question. Post-Australia winning World Cup in 2015, they've been kind of up and down in the one-day arena. Really good mm. years, followed by some odd years, like... 2017, 2018, um, you know, even a losing record in uh, 2020. How good are Australia at one-day cricket, you feel? Well, the way you put it, really ordinary. Uh, no, the, I mean, <laughs> I'm glad you're picking out what I'm laying down. <laughs> yeah, you're really subtle in the build-up there, Dan. <laughs> um, uh, so look, you're 100% right. It's, a, it's an area where um, we've probably fallen away a little bit. I mean, even our build-up to this tournament, we've got Zimbabwe here at the moment. And we've had two pretty comfortable, with all due respect to Zimbabwe, pretty comfortable wins. But, you know, that's off the back of series losses uh, against Sri Lanka, against Pakistan. Whereas you guys um, have come in, I think, in much better form um, playing the West Indies. And then before that, I really do like uh, how you um, just beat up on the Netherlands, Ireland, Scotland. Um, <laughs> you guys have had a good lead in as well. Um, but you do come in in better form than us. Um, that's uh, That's undeniable. So... Yeah, it, it, it's, it is an interesting... We're in an interesting phase, I reckon, of one-day international cricket, Dan. Um, um, and Grant, I'd love to get your take on that. How much time are, are, are we able to really put into one-day international cricket now with, yeah. with T20 booming, the leagues all around the world, test cricket, it is, just, it, is, it is incumbent on the sport, and the sport knows that it can never, ever let test cricket you know, fade. So I just wonder, with one day international cricket, you know, how much priority is it being given and how much is it worked on and trained on? Well, I guess, you know, there's a lot of crossover now, Sam. It's a good question, but there's a lot of crossover between the way that players play test cricket, one day cricket, and even T20 cricket. The skills are not that different. And I, I think what I'll say is it's, it's more that mentality of attack first, defence second, whereas I think test cricket used to be historically a game of defence. Um, and I think that that's changed. You know, we've seen how, you know, England have come out and started playing their test cricket. And um, as, as Brendan McCullum said, our friend of SCNZ, he said, strap up for the ride. Um, I don't think that they're going to go in there and play a defensive brand. So players have got used to the transition from, um, 
from all the different formats. And I don't think it's too much of a problem because you do train all of those things like gapping the ball, where your boundary options are. The only thing you might do differently is you might put a couple of shots away, depending on what the, the, the format is, um, and, and play a little bit more of a circumspect game um, in the test cricket. But one day cricket and T20 cricket quite similar. It's just that middle period where you want to retain wickets and play a little bit of more of a low-risk game. Um, so the accumulators, and you don't see many accumulators now um, in world cricket, but I'd say that that's the stage in one-day cricket where uh, most of the time you win the game. Um, not so much in the, the front you know, couple of overs as long as you don't um, lose wickets. But I think in the context of world cricket, one-day cricket is, is still important, and I think what's important about it is um, obviously the, the uh, league that they play in, the, the Cricket World Cup League, where... Um, you have to win a certain amount of games to actually qualify for the World Cup. So that puts context into all these games that you spoke about, the Netherlands and Scotland, um, and similar to your test cricket, where it doesn't matter if you win a series. Every test game has context to it. Yeah, no, I'm not sure, if, not sure if you heard, Sam, New Zealand are the current World Test Champions. I'm not sure if you're aware of that one. Look, it rings a bell. Uh, it rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, look, and currently it, sitting it, it, number number one on the men's ODI team rankings as well. And this is this is to my point is that I, I as I said I'm a massive fan of not only you guys as a country uh, a nation a people uh, but your cricket I love the way you go about it. Um, it. It just for some reason or another it doesn't quite translate over here. I mean I'm looking at Finn Allen seven games three half centuries. I, I, I love. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Daryl Mitchell. I think, you know, in seven one-day internationals, he's already got a century. And so I look at the team and go, that's it's such a good team. It's so well-balanced. Um, and, you know, Kane Williamson is as good a player as any in the comp- you know, in the world on his day. But he's a little bit like New Zealand. His average dips pretty significantly. Mm. Uh, it goes from 47 to 39. Actually, Brent, you're one of the only players I can find out that uh, has a, a higher batting average against Australia than your career average. I mean, uh, so in Australia, well, we call that a well, Sam Hargraves when you're batting uh, so far above your average. Um, but you're a bit like well, JD. Punching... Um, so... <laughs> you just well, don't look at his test number. Well, what I used to say, Sam, was playing against Australia was a great opportunity to get your average up. <laughs> Why didn't anyone else <laughs> take up that opportunity? <laughs> no, I... I, I honestly, I think that there is when I when I came to um, New Zealand from South Africa, I do feel like there was a an aura around the Australian team, um, an unbeatable mm. aura. However, I think that that gloss over the years, because it's been so highly contested between these two teams, I think yeah. it's almost like the all all blacks at the moment. That gloss is sort of it's gone a little bit since the Warren Warren McGrath Lee um, you know Clark era. Um, and I think it's more evenly contested. But I think your point is valid. It's more about, you know, whose heart is really in this one-day cricket now? Is it more on T20, or do they just turn up and kind of see how it goes? I mean, the, I, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that all three of these games are going to be played in, in Cairns. Um, I would have liked to have seen them played at, you know, you know Adelaide and, um, you know, Gabba, SCG, because I think yeah. there's so much hi- history that goes with these two teams. Um, but, yeah, it comes with a little bit of an unknown uh, playing in Cairns. Hey, Sam, we've only got about 90 seconds. What can you tell us about Cairns, the, the track there, the likely conditions, the name of the venue for a start? Kazali, is, is that how you say it? 
Yeah, Kazali Stadium. So, um, yeah, it was a famous footy player. There's a song that gets sung. There's a guy that comes out. I don't know where he is for the rest of the year, but he comes out every Australian Rules AFL Grand Final day and sings a song up there, Kazali, about a high flyer who used to play for the Collingwood Footy Club. So the link to cricket is non-existent. Um, but <clears throat> the ground itself... <laughs> Look, it's really humid uh, up in up in Cairns uh, all year round, so that'll play a part. But the, but the pitch actually up there, I was listening to Adam Gilchrist talk about this the other day, they've been playing games in Townsville, uh, which is a little slower. There's a bit more pace to the pitch uh, in Cairns. It's a bit truer um, and actually plays like a, a really... It is actually, a, 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 I would say, it's hard to say whether it's a, a world-class, but it is a very, very good pitch. Uh, for cricket, and, and we'll play true, and there'll be some pace in it, um, some moisture around, so that the ball should be able to do a little bit with it. So it is actually a really good pitch, and should show up well uh, for these one days, which I can't wait for, cannot wait for. Yeah, and we can't wait to work with you, Sam. Thanks so much for dropping by, mate. Again, congratulations to you and your family. I hope that uh, goes well, and you get some rest, my friend. Take it easy. Thanks a lot, Sam. See you, Sam. Sam Hargreaves out of SEN.